0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: All righty. We are live on the air. This is Rock the Next Stage with Dory Staley, where we provide 30 minutes of tips, musings, and motivation for the music community. I have with me today Brittany Marie, who's calling in from Virginia. So, hopefully, are we all have, we'll be fine. She's good. Oh, yeah, there she is. Good, good, good. <sighs> Thanks so much for joining us. Let me tell everybody a little bit about you here. I'm trying to cue up your music, and Blog Talk Radio is not cooperating. Doesn't that stink? But anyway, we'll talk about her music, and I'll tell you where to find it in a second. But for now, let me just tell you who I am. Uh, I'm Dory, and I own Rock the Next Stage and Next Stage Entertainment. I have been finding, grooming, booking, and sometimes managing <laughs> bands and solo artists for the past 16 years. It's been a blast, and I just thought that we would create a program where we could offer some free tips for everybody to help them move their, their talent forward and you know, possibly get some ideas and also connect with uh, the guests because we have some special things to tell you about. As for Brittany, she has been at this for a little while, but you know what? For somebody who has jumped into the scene pretty recently, I don't think I've ever seen anyone who has worked this hard or gone so far in such a short amount of time. She started out as a country artist, playing country fairs, showcases, festivals, and church shows. But then she began finding her own unique blend and style, which is now country pop with a rock twist. She made the commitment to pursue music as a career in Wait For It 2013, and has since opened for Are You Ready? National Touring acts <laughs> such as Chris Young, the band Perry. Aaron Tippin, Brett Eldridge, Clint Black, Scotty McCreary, he's an NC local here, Uh, since I'm calling in from the Raleigh NC area, um, we know all about Scotty, American Idol winner from Garner NC, in case you're wondering, and Brittany released her single, Changed, and she's already sparked industry attention. She features a music video that was released through Vivo in June 2014, and she recently re- released her debut subtitled titled EP. Brittany's going to share her journey along with some tips for emerging artists. So, hey, Brittany, I know you're under the weather, but I really appreciate you jumping in and doing this. Everything good out there in Virginia?
0: Everything is great, except for me being a little under the weather. <laughs> But I really <laughs> yeah, let me you tell you people me.
1: Good, good She doesn't normally sound like this So the fourth thing Is uh, <laughs> definitely so, dealing with uh, allergies Or a cold or something Well it's a good time I'm going to ask you to sing anyway So you can breathe a sigh <laughs> of yeah. relief there
0: uh,
1: Well you and I go back a little ways To tell the listeners about how we met We have a mutual friend William Simkiss who is a, I call him a music teacher extraordinaire, a zillion instruments, but he also teaches voice and songwriting and loads of other stuff. He was a podcast guest recently, so if you want to go back and check, his episode was all about co-writing, and he told me about this young country artist and said, Dory, you've got you to gotta listen to her. you got to check her out, and you were coming to, uh, to our area To visit. So we got to meet, and I heard you uh, record a little bit in his studio. And I remember chatting with your mom because uh, your mom is, is still helping you out with the booking and management piece. And you were planning a huge event at the Hippodrome, which is a very cool club in Richmond. And I was sharing some tips with your mom to lighten the load a little bit and make it easier so you could fill the seats and rock that show. It's a huge venue, so it was a very impressive endeavor. I pulled up to the place because I did drive to Richmond to see you perform, and I said, "Dang, Girl' got a limo out front your name on the March." That scene, and that uh, story actually appeared in my book, in case you didn't know, <laughs> the picture of the limo, and I used you as an example as somebody who had a dream and just went for it. And you jumped on the stage, and the rest is history. So let's share with the listeners how you got to that point and what you've been doing since.
0: You know, it's just like you said too. It, uh, it, it's chasing the dream. Um, I really, I started out. I always wanted to sing, so just like anybody, you know, you kind of toy around with the idea a little bit, and uh, I very quickly learned that, you know, there are dreamers in the world and there's realists and there's people that, you know, will tell you that it's it's not, you know, a re a real, you know, typical um goal that I had that that I could actually see come to pass. And um it that kinda of sat with me as a young teenager and I kind of put it to the side a little bit and, you know, I still wanted to do something like that but um I started looking into more real, you know, um, job opportunities. And um, a couple years went by, and after I graduated high school, I really started to um, work really hard at um, different job opportunities. And it ended up weighing on me so much that, um, you know, one day I woke up and I was thinking of the fact that I was putting so much time and energy into um, helping create other people's dreams, I didn't want to look back and say I didn't do the same for my own. And um, mm-hmm. so I, being in Richmond, Virginia, um, I didn't have a CD or anything like that. And what I did have was a demo from years and years ago. And um, I went around to the places in Richmond and I told them that I had a band and I wanted to do a show. And absolutely nobody would have me because I didn't have, you know, like a CD or any any real proof that, you know, I could deliver what I was trying to tell these people I could. And um, (laughs) I went to my parents after I really realized how much is against you when you're trying to sit out and do your very own thing. And um, I told them I wanted to run out the Hippodrome, um, which is the venue that you talked about, and And it had just gotten, um, I think they had just redone the entire building, Um, and it was gorgeous. And I literally went, they drove me to the building. I didn't have the number or anything. I just went to the doors, and they were locked, and I was standing out front like, now what? And the owner's wife actually happened to walk by. I guess she was coming in from lunch or something. So, We ended up touring the place and it just kind of set a vision for what I really wanted to do as my first show. And um, so that's what we did. I put a show together and we put this um, concert out to promote. And um, I had no idea it was really going to be everything that it was. And it definitely proved to the local people Um, that kind of laughed about what I wanted to do, Um, it proved to them that I was serious. And I think that was the first, like, music industry bug that I caught because once you've proven some people, you know, wrong and and you show them what you are capable of, you just want to keep going. And uh, so that's really what I've I've done. It it wasn't long after that. I really think it was only, like, two months Maybe after that, that I got to open um, for Chris Young and then the band Perry, and it just all got really real after that. And the fast pace of it all um, just kind of sucked me up into it. And uh, and yeah. ever since I've just been moving forward with it, um, it's it's been really really awesome. <laughs> cool.
1: Well, you brought out some good points there. And I do a lot of mentoring uh, with people, and as I mentioned, some management, and a lot of people don't realize there really is a business side of things, and they really have to think like the person who's hiring you, whether it's a festival organizer or a venue owner or whatever, because they have different goals in mind. Goal number one for them is filling the place so that they actually make some money, and You also have to have certain things in place to market yourself. I cannot believe the number of musicians, both young and old, who contact me, and they have nothing on their website uh, that I send to these organizers, because I do mostly festivals and special events now. You know, I like those high-paying gigs with guaranteed payouts because it works really well for everybody. Plus, you know, like you said, you can you can do these events with big names and things, and it's very cool. But the main thing is, I cannot promote them if I don't have a link to their tunes. It is amazing how some people right. don't have a link; they don't have any recordings. You know, a picture and a website just isn't enough. They don't have any listings of where they've played you know, recent shows, who they've, who they've played with and, and all that. And they just think, you know, kind of like you did, well, i just go out and tell people that, you know, I sing and play and have a band. Right. And if they don't realize, you and everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> so, right. and that brings us to the whole uh, point of this podcast. And the title is, you've got to find a way to make yourself stand out. And that's why we call this finding your niche and defining yourself as an artist. And this takes time, as you've learned. You might have, many people start out with one style and they think they, you know, that's what they want to do because either somebody told Mm -hmm. them that's the lane they need to be in or they just liked it. But then after a while they gravitated towards something else. So why don't you tell everybody how, uh, how your style started and then how and why you recently changed it?
0: Well, um, you know, it's, it's really funny because like you said, you, you set out and you really think, you know what you want to do. And the more you learn, um, you know, about what it really is to be an artist, you learn so much more about your own self. And that's so key. It's so important. And um, I, I honestly, I blame the, uh, the fast pace of jumping in and, and getting into the big shows and having the band and us running around. And, um, you know, it was, it was so much for us to, to take in and the attention and, and uh, you know, everything that just that leads into it. Um, I completely disconnected with, um, you know, like the development part of being an artist and it, it it really wasn't until about 5 months ago that i sat down and really wanted to reinvent that um during the time before that it was a lot of you should do this and here's this song mm-hmm. it's a really good song you should sing it and and having an opinion of yeah that is a really good song i should sing it you know it, it doesn't always mean you really should sing it you can love a song and you can love what it's about but if it doesn't reflect you as an artist um the lyrics the sound um everything that a song entails that it's then it's not necessarily always for you and um i really got caught up in everybody saying something was good and i should do it and so i and i did it and um so the last 5 months i i really shut down i've kind of been MIA a little bit on my um, music page but it's for really good reason. And I have completely taken and just kind of shut out um, what I thought was good or what I um, thought I was kind of gravitating towards. And I really tried to zone in on myself, what I feel, what I want to um, portray as an artist. And, And me and a couple of my friends that believe in me beyond anything I could even like explain they've just been so crazy awesome um have kind of come together and we've formed um what used to be I call it basic country pop because I felt like it was extremely basic um and we've kind of taken the little bit of me that was there and we've created a sound that is it's much bigger um than what I'm used to. It's, it's really fun. It's, it's very tongue in cheek, but it also has some depth to it. Some of the um, songs have, you know, they go a little deep and one of the songs actually, we just recently wrote, it was, it was so deep and sad. The, the like environment we had created in the room, we were like, oh my gosh, we need tissues. (laughs) So it, you know, it's just, it's really cool, I guess, to kind of go from, things just being handed to you and told like you should do it because it sounds good. And everybody's opinion is that it's good. So you kind of gravitate towards that. Um, and you turn and you kind of create your own sound you create your own music and, and you really see the development of you as an artist through all of that. Um, and so now the new music isn't out yet. Um, the new single should be out within the month, but, um, it's, it's very different than um, what I released before and it's super fun. And, you know, I can, I can sit back and say it's a hundred percent me. So it's, I just really think the development part and, and an artist zoning into that is just so important because what I wish I would have done um, three years ago now, um, you know, I wish I would have done it then. Um, but I don't regret not doing it because it's really made me appreciate um the different layers of being a music artist. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where they say everything happens for a reason. I really believe that uh, mm-hmm. That all this has and a lot of good is going to come out of this next project. <laughs> cool.
1: Well, you know, the good thing, Brittany, is that, first of all, you're young. Second of all, it's not like you've been doing this for 20 years or so. When I think of someone like Darius Rutger, for, for example... He's originally from the Raleigh area. <laughs> he was with Hootie and the Blowfish for those listeners who are saying, who? right? And he started out doing pop rock, and the next thing you know, he, he turned country. around in his country, and we're like, "What? Wait, wait! How did that happen?" mean <laughs> you just—it yeah. was so so different that you just didn't expect it. So I'm sure he lost a ton of fans, and he probably gained others, and that was the risk that he was willing to take. Sure. Your diversion. And your change isn't that dramatic, but yet it definitely, as you mentioned, is a better reflection of you. I know that whenever I would watch these shows on TV, well, now we only have The Voice, but back when it was American Idol and The Voice, I would be screaming at the TV. I really would because I would just say, who (laughs) is telling these kids? Who's picking these songs for these kids because it's not a good fit? And then they would right. take the stage, and they they couldn't, they couldn't sell it, as I say. They just weren't able to make it convincing and believable because it wasn't their style to begin with. It wasn't something that was already in their voice. And then when you sing and you go, I don't know if they knew this or not, but somebody please tell them they've got like a bluesy element in there and they need to start thinking about some other tunes with that. And when they finally hit on that, it's like, hello, I told you that six episodes ago, but whatever, you know, what do I know? (laughs) But it's funny because a lot of times, even, you know, with entrepreneurs, because I do coach entrepreneurs as well, the most obvious thing isn't obvious to you. (laughs) <laughs> because you're in the yeah. middle of it and, you're like you said, you're going along and you're, you're following advice and this one says I should do this and, oh, that seems like a good idea. And what happens is you get pulled in a 1,001 different directions and after a while you don't even know who the heck you are. <laughs> you're yeah. like, you're like going in circles and it's very, very confusing. So taking a step back and assessing that and trying to dig deep and figure out, you know, who am I? What's my style? What do I want to provide to my audience? What am I bringing to the table? Those are really good questions to ask and to evaluate, especially now in this stage of your career. You've already opened for so many big names. you started the momentum, so now you got your name out there.
0: So now, you know, everybody's intrigued, so that's good. Right. Yeah, it I, it is. It's just so important, and I think a lot of, um, people are just so worried about getting fans or, um, you know, just putting their material out that they don't really take the time to really learn, you know, who they are as an artist. And it's just so important. So um, I'm really excited about it because it's, it's, it's not only brought, you know, I guess definition of who I am um, as an artist, but as a person in general, it's really cool to get in touch with like your different layers. Um, I guess is how I explain it. And it creates so much more freedom to be like who you want to be and being confident in that. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool. It's it's something I definitely recommend for every artist, and, <laughs> um, you know, even, even not a music artist, you know, anybody, it's really getting in touch with yourself and, and, creating, you know, the best version of yourself is just, it's very rewarding. Um, And, you know, I've only been really in touch with um, developing myself for about five months. But, you know, I can already tell a huge difference just in the way I see things and, um, you know, just in the music that I'm creating. You just, you, you see a huge difference and you feel a huge feeling of comfort. You know, through all of it, it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to release what what I'm about to release. I know it's 100% me, and I know there's going to be people that don't like it, and I know there's going to be people that do mm-hmm. like it, and that, you know, that's something you accept from day one in putting yourself in the public eye. And, um. but I know that I'm 100% sure of what I'm creating, so it's something that I cannot wait to share. And I think that's mm-hmm. just so important for anybody.
1: Right. Well, that's why the branding piece is so important. I know a lot of musicians, as I mentioned, and and singers, they don't pay attention to that branding side because they don't realize that, you know, I know it sounds really business-y, business-like, and it's a real marketing term and all that, but you do have to brand yourself first as an artist and work on that piece, and then the rest grows, but there's so many yeah. people out there who are in such a hurry to get out there, they don't think about the foundation and all the different pieces that they have to have in place from the marketing side. Uh, they just want to jump right in. So Now, you have yep. your EP um, your is coming out. Would you have a, a date? You said late spring or early summer?
0: We don't, yeah, we don't have an exact date yet. Um, as soon as we um finish, we're recording, um, relaying the tracks for the music now. So as soon as we kind of get towards the tail end of that, I'll release the date. Um, but I don't want to release the date and then we end up kind of altering some things and then changing the date on everybody. So gotcha. um, right. right now it is. So how many meet, songs? Sweet spring. It's gonna be five. Mm-hmm. Um, for this first one. And then we're kind of going to go from there, this is going to be part one, and part two is going to be towards the end of the year, and um, I'm pretty sure we're going to end up with just five for this first one, but you never know, we could end up with six, but... Um, gotcha. And you're um, recording this locally by you, or
1: in Nashville, yeah, or yeah, in Raleigh or where?
0: It's it's actually local. Um, I have a couple friends that he does incredible work, and I don't know why he's even in Richmond, but... He does.
1: Um,
0: he does a lot with um, with his production company, and he's it's called Echo Dog Productions. And um, he's my friend John. He's he's been more than just a producer. He has. We sat down about two years ago. We wrote a couple songs, and then I was still in the middle of everybody saying that you know what I should and shouldn't do, and I kind of just left his contact information in my back pocket for a couple years. Mm-hmm. And I contacted him last year because he just – he really weighed on my mind because he was all about trying to find, you know, within the writing session – he helps write me, write um, my songs too. So within the writing session, he was really all about not just creating the sound for me, um, but us really trying to kind of do it all as a whole package And um, Mm -hmm. like we're writing these songs and we're in while writing these songs, we're thinking about um, the sound that we're going to put out. And we're thinking about the, the attitude of um, the EP and, and my brand as an artist and the audience. And, you know, he puts so much Mm -hmm. into perspective. It's not just, let's go write a good song. So um, I'm, I'm recording it through him. He has a studio inside his home and, uh, he's just, it's been great because it's not just a producer. I'm not, I'm so used mm-hmm. to just sending a demo and then it just coming back at me and coming back at me and then me just kind of figuring out tweaks I might want or something like that. It's so different when somebody sits down with you and you actually sit down through the recording process and you're, you know, for just the tracks, the music part, and I'm learning so much mm-hmm. about the sound and the different things um, that go into um creating music like this. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, he's local and um he's incredible. He's so talented. He should not be local, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So now these are all brand new tunes.
1: You're not resurrecting any of your older ones, like Strong, for example. I really like that one. <laughs> um,
0: you know, we haven't I haven't thought about um I haven't thought about doing any of that. The only one that I really thought about, um Reinventing was um the song I like it. That's on my last EP that I released. Mm-hmm. So but right now we haven't touched on it yet. So if we do it might be um in the part two of the EPs that I'm releasing this year. So um right now, yeah, it's all fresh. Everything. Gotcha. And that's
1: interesting also um another tip to share. Some people crank out a full-length CD, 10 songs or whatever, and that takes a whole lot of time and a whole lot of money and usually requires a crowdfunding campaign of some sort, like Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever. But you're splitting it up, and you're going to be doing an EP ver- uh, part one, and then you're releasing another one later on, and that's a cool idea as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. As an independent artist, it's a whole lot um when you try to put together a full length CD um, and like you said, the finances and different things behind it, you don't want to put so much into something like that. And then you don't even have the finances to promote it like you would want to. So, um, you know, just being, I guess, more um, with the thought process of releasing half of it and then releasing half of it later, kind of sparking interest with the first half. Um, in hopes that everybody will be interested to, um, to get the second half. So um, that's kind of how we're doing it now. And I've done everything on my own. I used to work in radio promotion um, and lived in Kentucky for a little bit right out of high school. So when it comes to promoting things, um, I, have, I have a little book full of contacts and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it, it's a lot of work. And the more songs you have on your plate, um, you know, the more work that it is, so splitting it up um, within the year is, I think, is really going to benefit me as an artist because I'll be able to focus in on half and then focus in on the other half um, yeah. later. And I haven't, I haven't seen an artist release two EPs real close together um, recently, so I'm kind of hoping that it, it'll, uh, kind of spark a little bit of motive for right. fans and and people that are kind of keeping track of my journey and everything that I'm doing. I I try to keep it interesting cool. and I know, you know, taking years and years to produce, you know, in a whole full-length CD, I think it's uh, a lot on a fan that's waiting for somebody to release, you know, m- more material that they like. Eight so, months
1: later, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. so I think so, it'll
0: be fun. I think, I think it'll be good.
1: Good, good. Now, you already have... Been on the airwaves plenty of times. You you have been featured on country radio. Are you still in the rotation in some local stations?
0: You know, right now, um, I I am on um, some internet radio. I've we've kind of pulled back um, from radio right now because with the new sound coming out, I didn't want to keep promoting uh, my older stuff uh, yeah. because. Then we're going to release an entirely different sound, and and a lot of times people that take to, you know, a single you might release um, coming out with something completely different and and handing it to them shortly after, uh, you know, it may cause some confusion or um, yeah definitely you know like surprise different opinions so yeah so we've yeah. kind of pulled back from from a lot of that and then you know of course with the new music we're going to go full force with it so. We should get back into um, into the radio world with all of it. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. I'm hoping everybody all right. likes what we put out.
1: So what about any upcoming shows? Are you going to be waiting until the, the EP is released? Do you have anything lined up mm-hmm. that you can tell people you're going to be appearing shortly?
0: Um, we have some kind of. Um that aren't hundred percent confirmed, so I can't really say yet, but we do have a, a lot of good opportunity for later this year as of right now uh, we're not we're not doing too much right now because I do as the e p kind of develops um we're kind of re, revamping our show mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and putting together. You know something that we can really deliver that people are gonna like, and um, yeah. so right now we're kind of we kind of have everything on hold. It's it's been uh, yeah really good, but it kind of leaves people hanging. But it it's been really good because I think when we do release everything, it's gonna it's gonna uh, make the impact that we want. Good, good. Yeah, there is a whole strategy involved
1: there, so that's good that you're sticking to that. So in case people are wondering where they can find you, can you tell them your website is BrittanyMarie.official.com. And you're also it's all over social Marie media. Official. Brittany Marie Official. Oh, I've got a dot in yeah. there. Oops, I'll fix that on the website. <laughs> okay, um, Blog Talk Radio has got an extra dot in there. You're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and just about everywhere else as Brittany Marie Official. Although Twitter, you're, it's slightly different. It's Be Marie Official. Isn't?
0: It? Yeah, it's. It. They didn't give me enough letters for me to have <laughs> I know. It's, it's like with me official. too. I.
1: <laughs> for Twitter, I I I am Rock Next Stage. There's no the because <laughs> I couldn't fit it. Right. You and have, Instagram, yeah, I'm Next Stage Dory. Yeah. Exactly. But you can get. BrittanyMarieOfficial.com. Gotcha. And you can find out where she is and, and more about what's going on and, and the EP release and all that. As for me, I'm at com And if you'd like to contact me with any questions or if you'd like to snag a free 30 minute strategy session, worth a chunk of change so you know give it away for free just because you're listening today (laughs) you can email me dori dori at rockthenextstage.com my book is called find your divine rhythm a creative success formula and that is on amazon and of course i'm all over social media as well just look for rock the next stage or next stage entertainment so cool Brittany. do you have any final parting thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners
0: you know, really just
1: uh,
0: I just love I love new friends. I love to keep in touch. So uh, connect with me through my website, which is com and, and really I'd like to um, just leave everybody with the thought that you can because for so long I thought I couldn't. And uh, once you take that first leap, you really realize you're capable of anything you're willing to work for. So I would like to leave everybody with that because you are capable of anything you dream of.
1: Cool. So there you go. And Brittany Marie is living proof of that. You go, girl. Thank you so <laughs> it was much great. for having
0: me. You're,
1: you are quite well. It's so great to reconnect, and I hope you're coming out this way soon. And yes, I know your timeline now, so I will be looking thing, for things for you in this area and elsewhere. So yeah, stay tuned. So thank you so much. Again, I hope you feel better. Yes, thank you. Sure thing. And everybody, till next time, we'll be back next Wednesday, same time, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Till then, keep on rocking. Bye for now.
0: he gave me